the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome once again to Making Money Sense. We are pleased as punch to have in studio with us our financial and retirement expert, Dina Arnett, known sort of fondly as Dinology, right? Well, I am pleased as punch to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard that phrase in a very long time. Uh, Well, you know, I'm a very long time kind of a guy, I guess. The gray hair kind of shows that maybe... (laughs) Maybe that puts me in a different uh, in a different age group these days. But how are you? I am doing just great. Thrilled to be here filling in for Larry. Um, Larry is actually across the country right now speaking at a national conference of financial advisors. So he's he's out doing doing the other part of what Larry does, and and that's educating people in our in our line of work. So he gets really excited about that kind of thing, and and uh, um, I'm thrilled to fill in while he goes and does that. Yeah, well, it's good to have you here. We're excited to. Find out what we're going to learn today as well. Well, uh, we are going to talk about financial planning. And I know, yeah, Dina, we talk about that every week. Well, we do, but there's so much misinformation out there about what financial planning is. So I want to clear that up while I've got some time at the mic today. But before we get to that, I just want to recap the week. It's been it's been another record-setting week in the U.S. stock market. All three major indices were up in excess of 2% for the week. Yeah, Friday was a really good day. Friday was a big day. The Dow is up. Are you ready for this? It's not even a month into the new year. The Dow Jones Industrial Averages are up 8.73% for the year. The S&P is up 7.45, and the NASDAQ is up 8.73. Wow, that's great. We are getting a boatload of questions about, well, hey, isn't this a bubble? Aren't we due for a bubble burst? Aren't we due for a correction? You know, what mm-hmm. what's going on here? Lots and lots of questions about that. And and you have to remember what a bubble is. A bubble is, is when the stock market or the real estate market or the bond market, when it grows without rhyme or reason. It's an artificial growth. Correct, correct. And we had a lot of people saying that we were in a bubble back in the early part of this recovery because the Federal Reserve had had effectively printed so much cash to pull us out of the recession. People were saying, well, this is artificial growth. If you took that money away, it wouldn't it wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. We're at a point now, and, and bear in mind, we are 10 years post-recession, right? So bear in mind that this far out past the recession, the Federal Reserve for a couple of years now has been pulling back on that money mm-hmm. that they printed uh, in the in the recessionary times. 
And companies that are tracked in these major indices, they are making record profits. As long as those corporate profits continue to go up as they are right now and as they have for the past couple of years, we will see the stock market continue to grow. Mm -hmm. And that is not a bubble. That's a direct correlation. Corporate profits up, market returns up. It kind of just sort of isn't the norm anymore. It's a bit of a different uh, approach to things because normally you would see after 10 years, you would start to think that inflation would start creeping in a little bit. Well, and what's really interesting about all of this is so many people in my industry were screaming, we're going to have this tsunami of inflation Mm -hmm. because we had to print Mm -hmm. so much money. Um, It has been a very slow, methodical taking back of that money, and that slow and methodical taking back of the money has kept things wonderfully at bay. At last check, inflation in our country is at 1.8%. The Federal Reserve has a mandate to keep inflation at 2%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think kudos to Janet Yellen and the Federal Reserve because they've done an amazing job of managing inflation. They've done an amazing job of gently taking back what was given and then forecasting or telegraphing for us what they're going to do. There haven't been any surprises. Yeah, and the patient's healthy. The patient is healthy. Um, uh, you know, continue to take your vitamins, drink your 64 ounces of water, and all will be good. Yeah, that, that's outstanding. I know that every 10 years or so, there used to be the norm. It would be, there would be some sort of a recessionary period. Um, on average, I, I think that number is probably closer to something like 14 years. Okay. Um, uh, we don't have any recessionary signals in sight right That's now. Awesome. Um, in fact, we, we follow so many different pieces of this, and, and one of them is a, is a Wall Street Journal uh, survey of 63 economists, and, and we follow this on a monthly basis. And of the 63 economists surveyed in this Wall Street Journal uh, regular program that they do. Only they're showing like a a 13 or 14 percent chance of recession in the next year. Wow. So that's not enough. That's not enough for me to lose any sleep over. No, it isn't. In fact, it gives you confidence that you can invest in the markets and feel pretty, pretty good about it. It, it To me, it is still, a, you know, a, a big caution sign if, mm-hmm. if you're a person who's been in cash all this time and now you're saying, wow, I really missed the ride. I would say still exercise some caution. We haven't had a market correction in yeah, almost two years. Where's that 10% pullback we're used to seeing about now? Well, we haven't seen one since February of 2016. And in February of 2016, we were down about 13%. Yeah. So uh, to see a correction wouldn't be a big surprise to me. Now, normally, uh, we've had seven corrections since 2010, and each of those corrections were precipitated by something not directly market-related. A geopolitical event or something. Correct, yeah. correct. So one of the things that, that I tell my clients is, you know, the economic data looks really good. Mm-hmm. We have... Data that shows our economy is continuing to strengthen. We have data that shows our economy continues to grow. The stock market continues to grow. The things that could potentially derail that in the short term are the non-economic things. Mm-hmm. What happens with, with Kim Jong-un in North Korea? Oh, goodness, yeah. What happens, you know, there there was a, a, a an attack in Kabul, Afghanistan mm-hmm. that killed 60 people. 
there, there are lots and lots of non-economic things that can give us a temporary jolt in this market, but those aren't things that we can predict. They're not things that we can time. We can look at the actual economic data, the financial data, the fiscal data, and make some determination about the longer-term health and viability. And right now, I would say it looks really good. So maybe dollar-cost averaging, continue to do that. Maybe as you see a pullback, if you've got a little extra money, go ahead and jump in on that pullback. Well, exactly. I'm a big fan of dollar-cost averaging. And why do you dollar-cost average? Well, you dollar-cost average because you can't time the market. Mm -hmm. You dollar cost average because you don't want to run the risk that you put 100% of your cash into the market on the absolute highest day and then it goes down from there. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry's got a got a phrase. He says, buy on dips. Yes, absolutely. If we have a day when the market's down two or 300 points, that may be a great day to deploy some cash and buy into the S&P or the Dow or the NASDAQ or a stock that you've had your eye on. For those who don't understand dollar cost averaging, it's just the same amount of money in every month into uh, and buying more shares or less shares, depending on what that is. Well, and it's not necessarily just every month. If you think about your employer 401k plan, lots of people in this area get paid every two weeks, and every two weeks a portion of their paycheck goes into their 401k plan. That's dollar cost averaging. Mm-hmm. You're putting the in same... In an automated am- way. In yeah. an absolutely automated way. Um, in its most pure sense, dollar cost averaging is automated. Mm-hmm. It is the same dollar amount at set intervals no matter what's going on. So mm-hmm. if your interval is every two weeks, if your interval is every week, if your interval is every month, that's dollar cost averaging. Or you can just do percentage every so often. Lots of ways to do it, just as long as you do it right. Well, that's it, and that's why the automate the automating part of it is so effective. You think about people who've been working for the federal government for thirty years, mm-hmm. and they've had money going into their thrift savings plan every two weeks for thirty years. It works. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show with uh, Dina Ology in the house today. If you'd like to dial in, here's a phone number for you: eight five five seven six seven three one two three. That's 855-ROSE-123. Give uh, Dina a call and ask any questions that you have whatsoever here today, and we'll be back with more in just a moment as we continue with the Larry Rosenthal Show with Dina in the studio today for us. Give us a call. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. 2494 call right now 
for $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate, 571-490-7117, or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Turow and McLean Mortgage Corporations, NMLS number 5618 and 99665. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show with Dina in the house today in studio taking your phone calls. Here's the telephone number, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123 to talk to Dina about anything financially related. In fact, we're going to talk very uh, very much about basic financial planning. That's right. That's right. You know, we every single week we're, we're here on the radio and we're sending out what we call the financial planning toolkit. We're offering for people to come meet with a financial advisor to discuss financial planning. But I think it's important that we are all... Singing from the same sheet of music, so to speak. I think it's important that we all, when we use the term financial planning, that we're all talking about the same thing. The terms mean the same thing, right? Yes. Um, At Rosenthal Wealth Management Group, we're all certified financial planners, and that means that that we believe in and we use a, a set financial planning process. As certified financial planners, we've gone through a pretty rigorous uh, course of education in financial planning. We passed an unbelievably grueling six hours, two, two, no, two days, two, days. two day exam to oh, make sure right. that that we that we know and understand and, and can can integrate the data from all these different things. So that's an important thing. People will come in and they'll say, "Well, I don't have any money to invest, so I don't need to do financial mm-hmm. planning." Financial planning is so much more than that. So I want to spend our time together today talking about what financial planning truly is. Financial planning, in a nutshell, is a a system of organizing and analyzing and making recommendations around six areas of your financial life. Cash flow planning, insurance planning, income taxes, investments, retirement planning, and estate planning. Mm -hmm. They all integrate together in one fashion or the other. So let me give you an example. If I change your level of savings, that impacts your cash flow. That means you have less free cash flow during the course of the month with which to do other things. It could impact your income tax planning Mm -hmm. if I have you increase your savings into a tax-deferred retirement plan. It certainly impacts your investment planning, your retirement planning, and quite possibly your estate planning. So all of these different areas dovetail together like pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. So I want to spend a little bit of time talking about each of these six areas and what they mean to your financial plan. 
the very bedrock of your financial plan is your cash flow. How much money do you have coming in versus how much you have going out? This is, for so many people, the most difficult part of the financial planning process because most people that I run across don't have an actual household budget, and if they do, they put it together eons ago, before the kids were born, before the house was bought, before the new job, um, before uh, wife started staying home with the kids. Uh, a, a budget is is is, I won't say it's required, but it is sure a handy, handy thing to have. It's a track to run on for you in terms of income and spending. It helps you to understand what your resources are on a day-to-day basis. And once we understand what those resources are, then we can deploy them more effectively for you. And if you rein in certain areas of your life, you'd be surprised about how much extra income you have for other things. Well, it's it goes back to a conversation I had very early on in my, in my financial planning career. I, I had a client who worked... Um, in Baltimore at one of the shipyards, and his job was unloading fish boats. Okay. His wife was a stay-at-home mom. They had several kids. She homeschooled them all. This 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 man made a very modest salary, but when they came to me, they had a significant chunk of money to invest for the future. Their house was paid for. Nice. Um, And I was absolutely amazed. As a young financial planner, I was so amazed that here was this family with with this very modest cash flow, but yet they had so prioritized every single dollar that they could pay off their house and have a a very nice chunk of money saved up to do something with for the future. Uh, Talk about a nice peace of mind sort of situation you'd find yourself in. It 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 was such a lesson for me and such such a great example. Um, again, I was a young financial planner, but that, that client made such an impression on me. And one thing that he said to me was, every dollar's got a purpose. Every dollar has some place that it is designated to go. It may be the electric bill. It may be the food bill. It may be gas for the car, clothes for the kids. But there are dollars whose purpose is savings, and those dollars go into savings right off the top. We don't put it in there if we have it left because we know we won't. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a lesson right there. So got to come off the top. In, in terms of cash flow planning, there's this concept of pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely what has to happen if you're going to save money for the future. Yeah, you can't just wait to whatever's left because <laughs> there won't be any. There, there, there won't. It is not. It is not human nature to to have anything left over. Do you like recommend a percentage on the top, or I I would rather just for general conversation purposes, I would say you save whatever you can. Even if it's a a young person just getting their first job after college, save 25 bucks a paycheck or 25 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. It does add up. Uh, Back in the day of the old ING Orange savings account, (laughs) I started sending, I think it was $25 a pay, and I just forgot about it. And for years and years, I had this $25 a pay going into this account. And and one day it was like, oh, I should really look at that. And, and it had built up quite nicely mm-hmm. just on, on a small amount of money. It's just a savings account. 
Absolutely. Set it and forget it. Um, from a cash flow perspective, if you work for an employer that offers a 401k or other type of tax-deferred retirement plan, get into that plan. Set, try to save at least what they're going to match. Yeah. Free money. I mean, what would you say to the person that, that comes to you and says, I just don't have any money to save. I can't afford to do that. Well, I would say let's start by documenting everything that you spend. I used to keep a little spiral-bound notebook, you know, the little, I don't know, it was two inches across by three inches long, just had the little spiral. Th- and I would tell clients, get one of these and just document everything that you spend every day for a month. Mm-hmm. If you spend a dollar on the toll road, write it down. If you spend 75 cents for a Coke out of the soda machine, write it down. No expenditure is too small. Anything that you have automatically coming out of your checking account, you know, your your Netflix subscription for fourteen ninety nine a month, <laughs> write all that down. Mm-hmm. And then we can go through and we can categorize these things and we can see what are the have-to things and what are the want-to things. The things that have to be spent, they have to be spent. Mm-hmm. The things that you want to spend money on, then we start looking at prioritizing those. Most of us have things in our budget that we pay for that really we either don't use or they don't provide value that we could cut out and find some money to start saving. Again, it's a lifestyle choice, isn't it? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. You would be surprised how many of these small things I pick on the Netflix subscription. Um, I had a Hulu subscription forever and ever that was, I don't know, $7.99 a month or something like that. You never watched it. And I never used it. (laughs) You know, and and they suck you back in. Well, if, you know, don't cancel, we'll give you three months for free. Right, right. Okay, well, I'll try my three months. And, and sure enough, over three months, I don't use it. And the next thing you know, they start charging it again. Yeah. That's well, that's I, pointless. I really hate the, these offers that come out and they say, okay, well, we'll give you a 30-day trial. But that 30-day trial, you have to put a credit card in. And then you forget about it and then you keep paying for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I when. On the odd occasion that I do sign up for something like that, I put a reminder in my phone so that it'll pop up and it'll say, hey, cancel your subscription to XYZ. That's a really good idea. Because there's so many things that you do that with that you just, you know, you don't realize where that money goes. Absolutely. And I will tell you what, if you can master your cash flow, the other things become much easier to deal with. Mm -hmm. I tend to look at my statement at the end of the month looking for those small little things that I can get rid of almost every month just because that money really adds up. It it truly does. Um, And and I know it's difficult. We all have busy lives. You know, most of us commute for work, you know, a day or two a week at least. Most of us um, have families and other obligations, and life just gets really, really busy. I would like to encourage all of our listeners to set a money date with yourself once a week. Mm-hmm. You, you need probably an hour, maybe a little bit more to go through. Balance the checkbook, look at the bills, see what you've spent for the week, and see where you can improve on what you're doing. You you are worth an hour a week sure? to get your finances in order to figure out your cash flow. Mm-hmm. That's step one in putting together a rock-solid financial plan. You are listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show with Dina in studio with us today. If you'd like to dial in, here's a phone number, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Talking about basic financial planning today, and we'd love to talk to you. Again, 855-767-3123. Back with more in just a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense Live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. 
That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for? The dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction. For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. You can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate, 571-490-7117, or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Turow and McLean Mortgage Corporations in MLS number 5618 and 99665. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show with Dina Arnett in studio with us, our financial and retirement expert, taking your phone calls at this phone number, 855 855- Seven six seven three one two three. That's eight five five Rose one two three. Talking about basic financial planning principles today, and if you don't have a financial plan, now's the time to get started. In fact, how would you do that? What would be the best way to get started? Best way to get started is just give us a call. Give us a call here uh, at the radio uh, at the radio show. Give us a call at the office during the week. We will send you out our financial planning toolkit, which is your guide to organizing your finances. Once you get the finances organized, we will schedule an appointment for you to meet with one of our financial planners and get the financial planning process started. Mm. What would you say to that investor who says to you, you have to have lots of money to be an investor? I disagree with that, but of you course. you hear it all the time, right? <laughs> well, sure. People think you have to have millions of dollars to have a financial planner, and that's just simply not the case. In fact, I would submit to you that those who have fewer resources need us more. Mm. You don't have as much room to make a mistake. If you've got lots and lots of money and you make a mistake, you've got backup. 
I mean, there is something to be said that if you have lots and lots of money, it's because you had a financial plan. And somewhere. then there is that. Right. There is that. Um, we've been talking about what is a financial plan today. And before the break, I talked about cash flow. That's the bedrock of financial planning. The next bedrock of financial planning is insurance planning. And this is the part people just don't want to talk about. Mm. People don't want to pay for their insurance because, let's, let's be real, they feel it's money out the window. I don't see a return on my insurance dollars. I don't want to pay for it. Just take one hit and then you've changed your personality. Well, I really hope you don't have to realize a return on your insurance dollars because if you do, that means something has happened. Yep, yep, yep. If, if you see a return on your homeowner's policy, that means you've had something happen to your house. Same with your car insurance, your disability insurance, heaven forbid, your life insurance. Mm-hmm. But it is an important part of a financial plan. You've got to protect the things you cannot afford to lose. And that's what insurance does for us. Insurance provides leverage. Okay, sometimes people think of leverage as a bad word, but think of it this way. On your homeowner's policy, you may have a homeowner's policy that will rebuild your $350,000 house if it burns to the ground. Mm-hmm. But you're paying, let's call it 100 bucks a month for your for your homeowner's policy. $100 a month rebuilds my $350,000 house if something happens to it. Mm-hmm. That's leverage. I'm paying small dollars to insure a big dollar item or life or event. The big the big types of insurance is of course your car insurance, your homeowner's insurance, perhaps an umbrella policy that would cover things that aren't covered under the car insurance or the homeowner's insurance, you know, if someone slips and breaks their arm on your front sidewalk. You know, you, you may need Some liability coverage of yeah, 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 to cover those other things. Um life insurance is absolutely important. If you are for example, the sole breadwinner in your home and the other spouse stays at home to homeschool your kids. What would happen to your family if, as the sole breadwinner, God called you home early? Life insurance is a very sticky, slippery slope, though, because a lot of people will say, well, that's an investment product as well. And how much do I buy? And what are the that's a whole show all by itself. Well, it, it truly is. And part of financial planning is to go through and assess based on your current financial situation and your family goals, how much insurance you need and what type of insurance you need. Mm-hmm. If we have done that type of analysis for you, you're not buying more than you need and you're not paying too much for it and you're not buying the wrong kind. In the life insurance world, there are so many different types of products that you can buy. Should you buy whole life? Should you buy universal life? Should you buy term and invest the difference? There are so many confusing uh, recommendations out there. The financial plan takes that guesswork out of it for you. Two things about life insurance that I have learned, though, is that it's cheaper when you buy it when you're younger. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's better if you stay in shape and get your it's less money. It doesn't cost you as much if you take care of yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Life insurance companies base their prices on how healthy you are and what is their risk that you're going to die and they have to pay out. Mm-hmm. And if you are uh, very athletic, you're, you're, you know, very physically fit, you like, eat sort of well, like me, right? absolutely, <laughs> just like you, um, and, and, and all of those kind of things, you're less of a risk to the life insurance company than if you are very sedentary, perhaps you're overweight, maybe you have some high blood pressure or mm-hmm. cholesterol problems. But 
Neither of those issues negate the need for the coverage. If the need for the coverage is there, it's there. If we've done good cash flow planning, we know how we're going to pay for it, regardless of, of what recommendation comes back. And even with you have some setbacks with your health and things of that nature, you can still get insurance. It just costs you a little bit more, right? Potentially. Potentially. There, again, when we start talking about the risk to the insurance company, there are some people who can't get the insurance right. sure. because of, of health issues. Um, a lot of times we can bypass that by getting coverage through your employer. Because if you're signing up as a new employee or you're signing up during open enrollment, many times the employer-provided coverage, they don't ask you those health questions. You're automatically covered. So so it may not be the full amount of insurance that you need, Mm -hmm. but it would be something. Mm -hmm. So part of doing the financial plan, if I can just build on where we started, you do the cash flow planning, you do the cash flow analysis, you figure out how you're going to pay for your coverage. Then you get the uh, life insurance needs analysis, the disability insurance needs analysis, the long-term care needs analysis. We throw all these into the plan and then we start shopping. We start looking for ways to get you the coverage that you need. It could be a significant portion of of your cash flow if you're not careful. That insurance can cost quite a bit. It can, and and part of my job as as the financial planner in the room (laughs) is to have resources where I can go looking for those things. I I actually have a couple of consultants in, in different types of insurance categories where I call, and I will tell them about a case that I'm working on, and I'll say, point me in the direction where I can get reasonably priced coverage for these clients. Oh, there you go. 855-767-3123 is the phone number to call. 855-ROSE-123. Samuel's on the line. What's your question here today for Dina, Samuel? Good morning, Dina. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Samuel. My question, I have a 457 account, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm required to take my uh, minimum distribution, and I want to give that to a charity. However, when I call the company... They tell me that a 457 account does not qualify for charitable contribution. But my accountant states that, uh, yes, it does. It's an IRA just like any others. And I was wondering if you knew of any information because the company has, I asked them to send me an IRS uh, uh, publication stating that it's not qualified, but I've not heard back from them. I, You know what? That is... Uh... I don't think that they are correct. I The law changed a little while back to allow you to donate your required minimum distribution directly to charity. Um, now, one, one way around it, you can roll your 457 plan into a traditional IRA. That is a non-taxable movement of money to you. And then you can designate your required distributions directly from that IRA, and you won't get any grief from anyone about it. Excellent. I was thinking about doing that as well. Okay. Thank you very much. Yes, and sir. And I really enjoy the show. Thank you. If there's any way I can help, just hang on, and Bob will get your information, and I'm happy to talk to you offline. Thanks, right, Samuel. Thank Appreciate the phone call today. If you'd like to dial in and talk to Adina, here's our phone number, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. You know, that's a very interesting question. Uh, just to clarify for our listeners, 
what Samuel was asking. He is age 70 and a half Mm -hmm. or older. And at that age, the IRS requires you to start taking money out of your tax-deferred retirement plans. Or they fine you very heavily. Yes, it's a 50% penalty, (laughs) 5-0, if you fail to take that required minimum distribution. So Samuel wants to give his required distribution to a charity, but his plan administrator's telling him that his plan doesn't qualify. But it was a special kind of a plan. Well, it's a 457 plan, which is a retirement plan for public service types, firefighters, police officers, first responders, those types. Um, I am not aware that there's any such restriction on that. Hmm. But my advice to him was, hey, you can roll your 457 plan to an IRA and do exactly what you want to do. And since he's retired, that won't hurt him at all. That'll help him probably. So because he has a little more control over how it's how it gets taken care of. Absolutely. Any employer retirement plan is going to have investment restrictions. And when you roll your retirement plan to a traditional IRA, you effectively eliminate those investment restrictions. If you're someone who's comfortable picking your own investments or if you have a financial advisor who can help you pick them, that is in many cases a better deal for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to dial in and talk to uh, Dina here in studio, the phone number is easy to remember, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. Fred's on the line with us in Bowie, Maryland, and has a question for you, Dina. Go ahead, Fred. Yeah, um, I'm a veteran, disabled uh, veteran, and I just found out that I will be awarded uh, an increase in my disability, and I should be receiving a check for around, you know, six-figure number. And also, I'll be getting um, a disability monthly um, stipend of about pretty close to three grand. Per month, um, I was wondering because I don't have any savings. I had to file bankruptcy a few years ago, but I don't have any major debt on my hand. And I just turned 62 uh, last November, and um, I have to take uh, uh, my retirement uh, a little early because um, this money, from what I understand, it's going to be a few months, and right now I don't have anything coming in. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm trying to figure out where should I go or what do I need to do uh, to set up some type of uh, plan uh, for retirement or whatever before I get my hands on that money. First of all, yeah. first of all, Fred, thank you for your service. I, I have deep respect that you committed part of your life to the service of your country. Thank you so much. Um, you know, the first thing I would say for you to do, Fred, is is what we're talking about this morning. Get connected with a financial planner. I know you're in Bowie. We are lo- we have offices in Tyson's Corner. If that's accessible to you, if it's not, we can certainly do. We could do a WebEx or a telephone conference. But it's important to connect with a financial planner to have have a person who understands all of the intricacies of your financial life right now, so that they can make recommendations for you based on that. Um, you will have, of course, some tax-favored status with your disability payments. Um, the the six-figure check that you're getting, is that a back payment for disability? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, so that should be a tax favor. Bless your heart. Okay, so you're going to want someone who can advise you on the tax aspects, the investment aspects, the short and the long-term cash flow aspects of this whole thing. And I would say the sooner you can speak with one of our financial planners, the better. Okay, well, how do I do that? Well, tell you what, Fred, we'll just put you on hold, and we'll get you in touch with uh, with someone from Dina's office here shortly. How does that sound? Okay. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the call, Fred. Appreciate you listening today. And if you'd like to dial in, if you have any questions at all for our financial and retirement expert here in studio, Dina Arnett, her phone number is 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. We talked about insurance planning. The next building block of a financial plan is income tax planning. And it's mm. and that's a rather timely thing to be talking about this morning because we're all starting, starting to get our tax documents in the mail and we're all sort of gearing up to file our taxes. That is your biggest bill every, every it, month. It, 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 every it's, year. It's, it's certainly one of my biggest headaches, I'll yeah. tell you that. And put on top of that, now we just had the most sweeping tax legislation that we've had since the 80s. So tax planning just got a little higher in a little deeper. Mm -hmm. Uh, A good financial plan is going to help you understand the short and long-term impact to your taxes of different changes in your financial picture. Are you saving too much? Are you saving too little? Is it going into the right places? Should we be deferring taxes today or should we be paying taxes and doing Roth with the money? The income tax planning part of your financial plan can answer all of those questions for you. So first three building blocks of a financial plan, cash flow planning, understanding the money coming in and the money going out, the insurance planning, protecting those things you can't afford to lose, and the income tax planning, how are we going to best use the current tax laws to make sure that you don't pay out more than you have to pay? Mm -hmm. All really, really good questions. And again, our phone number is 855-767-3123 if you'd like to dial in. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of the Larry Rosenthal Show with Dina Arnett here in studio and your questions on basic financial planning. If you'd like to learn how to get started, where to go, then give us a call this morning, 855-767-3123. Back in a moment. listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate, 571-490-7117, or simply visit his website at 
ManyHomeLoans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Turow and McLean Mortgage Corporations, NMLS number 5618 and 99665. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show. You can dial us right now at 855-767-3123. And if you do get a busy signal, keep trying. We'll, uh, we'll get you on the air as soon as possible here today. And on the phone with us, we have Debbie from Olney, who has a question for Dina. Go ahead, Debbie. Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Dina. I, really, I just had a kind of a question. Um, I'm supposed to be getting um, disability and it's just a really long story, but um, I kind of need a disability. I was just looking for names of a disability um, a lawyer. I will have to check with some of my colleagues and, and get some referrals for you. Tell you what, Debbie, give Bob your name and telephone number, and I will try to get something to you this week. Right off the top of my head, I don't, I don't have that name. Okay. Okay, Debbie, hang on just a second, and uh, Bob will be right with you. Evelyn's on the line with us and has a, well, actually, uh, hang on just one second. It's uh, Terry who's on the line with us here and has a question for you. Go ahead, Terry. Hi. Um, I wanted to find out information about a self-directed IRA, um, the benefits and the downfalls, if you're able to transfer, like, CSP into that and um, IRAs. Yes, yes, yes. So <clears throat> thanks for the call, Terry, and it's a great question. So a self-directed IRA is, is pretty much what it sounds like with your, with your thrift savings plan, with your 457 plans, your 401k plans. Those are all employer-provided retirement plans. So while you're working, you have the ability to send money straight from your paycheck into that plan. And they give you a list of investments that you can choose from in terms of how to invest those dollars. Usually the menu is a little bit limited, um, especially with the government thrift savings plan. There are five funds. There's GFCS and I, and that's it. And that's pretty uh, representative of retirement plans in general. Lots of times when people leave their employers, they want to take that money with them. So the way to do that is to roll that money either to the new employer 401k plan or roll it into this this self-directed IRA. As long as you do what's called a custodian to custodian transfer, there's not a tax on that movement of the money. You're going from one tax deferred plan to another, but in the self-directed IRA, now you have the investment universe open for selection. If you're someone who is is comfortable picking your own investments, that certainly gives you a broader array and a better capability of implementing a full asset allocation. The big uh, the big caution here is to make sure that you don't actually take a check from your retirement plan made payable to yourself. If you do that, they're going to have a 20% mandatory federal income tax withholding. And if you don't roll that check into the new IRA or the new plan within 60 days, that full amount goes on your tax return as taxable income. If you're younger than 59 and a half, there's an additional 10% early withdrawal penalty. So you want to make sure that you do that very, very carefully if you consider moving money out of your employer plan into the self-directed IRA. 
there are probably more expenses in a self-directed IRA than your employer plan. However, if you have an ability to better implement an asset allocation, pick better investments, your performance should should overshadow whatever the extra cost may be. Does that help, Terry? That does. Can I add one one more part to it? Sure. Um, could you like to prepare for a retirement, like if you were to direct the money into a self-directed IRA and then from that self-directed IRA put it into your home so that you would, you know, have your payment either both to paid off or whatever so that the home would become the self-directed IRA? Would that, you know, make sense? If that's the only retirement money that you have, I would say probably not. Um, The retirement plan in most financial plans is going to be a mechanism at some point to send a paycheck to your house so that you can pay your electric bill, your property taxes, keep food on the table. If you've got all that money tied up in your house, you're not going to be able to do that. So uh-huh. um, it would be a special circumstance entirely for me to recommend that. Um, if you'd like, I'm happy to schedule some time to talk with you offline and see if perhaps you have one of those special circumstances. But in, in general, that is not something I recommend. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. All right, Terry, we're going to put you on a hold so we can get some information over to Bob and and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get that question answered for you. Nancy's on the line with us. She's calling us from Calvert County, Maryland. Welcome, Nancy. What's your question for Dina? Hi. Um, my question is, if I want to gift $10,000 to my grandchild's college fund, is that tax deductible? No, ma'am, it is not. Well, uh, <laughs> interesting terminology, Nancy. So um, in the state of Maryland... Uh, they have their own 529 plan. Yes. Contributions to those 529 plans may be tax deductible in some measure. Um, it It is going to depend on the threshold for deductibility in the state uh, where the plan is housed. So, for example, if your grandchild lives in Maryland and you live in Maryland, that's an easy yes. one. Okay, yes. good. If you were contributing to a plan outside of the state of Maryland, then no, you would not be able to get a a tax deduction. And usually the tax deduction is limited to a state income tax deduction, and you must be contributing to the actual state-sponsored plan. Yes, that's what it is. Oh, good. Um, I'm not sure off the top of my head what the threshold for deduction is in Maryland. I know here in Virginia it is $4,000 per year per child. So it may very well be that you have a partial deduction but can't deduct the whole amount. Great. Thanks so much. Yeah, no problem. I hope that was helpful to you. It was very helpful. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks for the call, Nancy. Appreciate you calling here today. 855-767-3123. 855-ROSE-123. Well, we have a few minutes. I know you had some other things you wanted to cover here. I did. I did. We've still got three pieces of the financial plan to discuss, uh, the last three being investment planning, retirement planning, and estate planning. People come into my office focused, completely fixated on the investment planning side of things. It is certainly a big part of the financial plan, not the whole picture. In investment planning, it is important to understand how much you need to save, 
in which places you should save it and what risk level needs to be incorporated in order to meet your financial goals. When we do a financial plan, those questions have to be answered. If you're a person who has a high tolerance for market risk, you can handle the fluctuations in in exchange for potentially reaping a higher return over time. It may be that your required savings to meet your goal is lower than someone who has a small tolerance for risk and a small ability to withstand market volatility. So a good financial plan is going to address those in a way that is comfortable for you. It's going to help you understand what risk truly means. A, a, what I do with my clients is help them understand the potential high and the potential low in the different investment portfolios that they may pick. Mm-hmm. And then we say, okay, if you pick portfolio 60-40, which means there's going to be 60% stocks and 40% bonds. Here's your potential return over time. Here's how this portfolio acted in the worst of the worst times. How comfortable are you with this potential volatility in your life? And if not, then we look at reducing the stock exposure, increasing the bond exposure, and figuring out a happy medium between how much can you save and how much risk are you willing to take. I guess it's nerves when you look at you sit there and you're watching every day to find out whether or not it's going to go down or it's going to go up. I mean, that's kind of part of your what can you tolerate, right? Yes. Without going crazy. If you're someone who's watching this every single day, I'm going to say to you, stop it. (laughs) Every single day is not going to help you. You're not going to make your financial decisions based on a market move on Monday or Tuesday. And, in fact, you can hurt yourself, especially if you have your little mouse on the sell, 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 Absolutely. or buy, buy, buy button. Absolutely. <laughs> it is – It is. I, I'll be honest with you. I look, at my, I look at my investments every quarter when I get the statement. And that's it. That's it. I, I'm not looking at this thing every single day. I'm not micromanaging my investments every single day. Now, I'm in front of – this all day, every day yeah. for everyone else. I know what's going on. Right. I'm just not so wrapped up in my own personal investments that I have to look at them every day. You build in some fall tolerance like this, stops and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I know what I can tolerate. Yep, absolutely. And I have my portfolio built accordingly, and that's what I do for my clients. I see. Willie, welcome to the program. And you're on with uh, Dina. What's your question? Good morning, Dina. Hi, Willie. My question is, is that I have $25,000. I have no insurance. My problem is I look at funeral expenses for my wife and I. To get insurance for funeral insurance or life insurance is so expensive per month. Yes, sir, it is. So so I thought I would look at, uh, uh, is there any type of annuities or something that I can invest the $25,000 in and just let it sit there until one of us die? Uh, not so much as investment of making a lot of money, but it would be there to cover our funeral costs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when we pass away. Sure. So, so one of us would not be stuck. In a rook. 
Understood. Thank you for the question, Willie. Real quickly, because we're coming up on the end of the show, there are what are called equity indexed annuities out there that may be appropriate for what you're talking about. Um, The equity indexed annuity is not going to go down in value if the market goes down, but as the market goes up, you'll get a piece of the action. Tell you what, Willie, hold on. Bob's going to get some information from you. I, I hate to feel like I'm rushing you, but we're really on the end of the show, so I'd like to talk with you offline if you don't mind. Thanks for the call, Willie. And in 30 seconds or less, I guess we can have a chance to kind of wrap up our little discussion today. Well, this has gone so quickly. Uh, True financial planning is going to address cash flow, insurance planning, income taxes, investments, retirement, and estate planning. If you have not had that kind of planning done for you, give us a call. We will put that together for you. And that phone number is 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. That number rings right in the office. After we leave the program, you can dial it at any time. And if you uh, dial in the evening, leave a message and someone will get back to you. Thank you so much for being here again. So good to see you. It is good to see you and wonderful to have you on the program. Hope you're going to be back with us again here soon. I sure hope so. For Larry, who's taking a little time off, my name is Chris McKay. And for Bob in the back, have a great week. We'll talk to you again next Saturday morning on The Larry Rosenthal Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.